Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yongshin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Hi, I'm Shinning and welcome to the Square Apple Show. In this episode, I will be sharing with you a book that has influenced me significantly and I hope that through this podcast, you will be convinced about the value of this book and read it if you haven't already done so. One of my key passions in life is to read. I'm most attracted to books on travel and behavioural science. Books to me are like windows into a world unknown and unfamiliar to me. So travel books conveniently teleport me to far-flung places without the need to pack my luggage and get on a flight. Behavioural sciences books transport me into the minds of people and allow me to take a peep to understand why we do what we do. In the early days when digital books were not so prevalent, I liberally bought books that I liked. However, as I ran out of space, I became more selective of the books that I bought. I usually borrowed the digital copy from the National Library app. If I can't find a copy and I really wanted to read it, I would purchase, it a, co- I would purchase a copy on Amazon. Only if I really liked the book would I order a copy from Book Depository. Due to my reading habits, I amassed a significant number of books over the years and due to space constraints, many were stacked together and forgotten. I recently moved house and I had the luxury to display my collection of books on a bigger bookshelf. As I looked at my collection of books displayed according to my areas of interest, I asked myself, which book had played a pivotal role in my personal life? Most books, like Friends, come and go according to your season of life, but a few left an indelible mark in my personal and professional life and I would like to share these with you. Whilst books are like movies, cheese, wine, whereby one man's meat may be another man's poison, so it may not be to everyone's taste. However, I hope you will get to know some of these books and that they too can create an impact in your life. The book that I would like to introduce in this episode is Switch, How to Change Things When Change is Hard by Chip and Dan Heath, who are brothers. It's my most favourite books of all time. Pardon me for the grammatical incorrectness. It's a book that significantly influenced how I understood change management and it shaped the way that we teach the complex subject of managing change to others. For those of you who have been following my podcast would have heard me talk about this book and its concepts many times. So today for a change, I will explain why this book is so impactful to me and the way I look at change management. In the early days of my career as a change management consultant, the context of change that I was involved in was almost always in a large-scale technology implementation. The change methodology was very process-driven, largely due in part for the need to integrate tightly with the overall project. 
As part of a large project, I viewed my professional success as having completed the change management deliverables by Go Live and that the users were trained and communicated to. Over the years, I gradually realized that whilst my change management work stream can be on track, it doesn't mean that people bought into the change. I was usually already not in the project when the rubber hits the road, and most of the time, I didn't get to witness the change management challenges when the clients finally get to use the new processes and technologies. In a few projects, I had the privilege of staying on or be invited back to continue supporting the project after go live. It was then that I understood that even though the systems had gone live, there is still a high likelihood that users will reject it and go back to the old ways of working. Being trained and communicated to about the change doesn't equate at all to them being bought into it. If they are not bought into it, the change may seem to take off for a little while, but people will abandon it or use a workaround that will render the change a white elephant. Whilst I was aware of the need to get people to buy into the change, I didn't know a comprehensive set of levers to influence people and get them to buy in and ensure that change sticks. I've read a lot of books around influencing people, getting buy-in, leadership during times of change, resistance management, etc. And to me, they are either just a list, a laundry list of techniques, or I feel they do not capture all the necessary dimensions. Then comes Switch. Switch is written by the Heath brothers, who are co-authors and authors to many bestsellers on the topic of understanding human behaviour. Chip Heath is a professor at the Stanford Graduate School of Business. Dan Heath is also in academia and he's a professor at the Duke University. Basically, the core tenet of this book is that within each of us, there are two sides. One is the rational side and one is the emotional side. I think we battle with these two sides every day, so I really don't need to give too much introduction to them. In order for people to change and for the change to have lasting effect, you need to appeal to both their rational and emotional side. The rational side, which the author also calls the rider, as in the rider of a horse, is that the side has the ability to plan and think longer term, beyond the moment. But this guy's weakness is that he has a tendency to overanalyze things and the change can't progress because he's spinning his wheels trying to get more and more and more information. To get this rider side out of the analysis paralysis route is to provide clarity of direction. So for example, instead of telling your staff to think out of the box at work, you can help them by asking them to challenge one existing assumption of their current work process. The emotional side, which is called the elephant in the book, is the guy who likes to seek instant gratification, take shortcuts, press the snooze button, succumb to temptations to eat another mouthful of ice cream. You recognise those moments, right? But as all of us know or have heard people saying, Real change is when you successfully engage the person's heart, not only the mind. So you need to make people feel they need the change. They need to change. For example, ComfortDelgro tries to influence their drivers to drive safely with a tagline to the effect of, Daddy, I'm waiting for you to come home safely tonight, appeals to their love for their family, and hopefully will translate to them driving more safely. The third and final component of the framework is around changing the environment to facilitate the change. Maybe I'm overweight because my family members have a preference for snacking and there's always a lot of prawn crackers, Kit Kat bars, biscuits lying around. 
one quick and easy way to change is to stop buying these snacks or store them in the part of the kitchen cabinet that you cannot reach easily unless you use a full-length mirror, a uh, full-length ladder. Okay, so you can thank me if that works out for you. So in summary, in order to influence an individual, an organization, or the whole society to change, we need to provide clear direction, align the change to their intrinsic motivations, and finally adjust the environment to facilitate the change. The authors call these three levers the rider, the elephant, and the path, or hate heart hand. In an earlier podcast, I had illustrated how I used the concept to influence my child to complete her homework. It's kind of a trivial use of the concept, but I find that it's an example that most people can relate to. So here are two reasons why this book appealed to me so much. Firstly, it describes the levers of change holistically for a wide variety of contexts. I can apply it to change for individuals, for teams, organizations, and even for change impacting the nation. In fact, I haven't been able to find one context of change where I can't apply this framework. You know, frameworks are like maps created by someone who has in mind the terrains that the map is supposed to apply to. Good frameworks to me are those that are applicable to many, many different terrains without becoming too generic. Conversely, it is dangerous to apply frameworks without first understanding what the creator had in mind. It's like using the map of the Bukit Timah Hill to Topo Mount Kinabalu. Switch is really a rare gem. Whenever I'm confronted with situations of how to influence people and make the change stick, I can almost always get some answers by using this framework. Secondly, the framework is simple and therefore easy to understand and apply. Rider, Elephant and Path is really an amalgamation of many different theories of how to get people to change. It includes motivation theories, theory of planned behaviour, structuration theory, etc. These theories in themselves only describe one facet of getting people to change. In addition, to understand each theory in depth is really too chim, but the switch framework can get people to understand it immediately. So we frequently make use of the switch framework in the change management courses that we conduct, and 100% of the time, the course participants will tell us that the framework has transformed how they see change and empowered them to start changing behaviours in their personal and professional lives. I hope that as you were listening to the podcast, you have already started multitasking to download the ebook on a library app or via Amazon, or you have already purchased a hard copy. Hopefully, you will benefit from the book as much as it has benefited me. If you have any questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash s-q-u-a-r-e-a-p-p-l-e. Thank you and see you soon. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.